one time summer camp. All right, welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp. All right. All right. Um, we've got a lovely episode for you today. We're going to hear from uh, Jeff. He's going to share our hack. And then Aaron has got our story for the day. Um, I do. But we got to know who these lovely people are. Maybe this is the first time you're listening to it. So to get oh, to know man. them, here is our get to know you question today. If you could be any Christmas object. What would you be? This is kind of a tough one because object. Yeah, like something that when you think of Christmas, this would be you. Like an ornament or um, elf on a shelf or oh gosh, Jeff on a branch. I don't know. (laughs) Jeff on a yeah. I am so making a Jeff on a branch (laughs) now. Like that's that's happening. Go ahead, John. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you go first. Okay. <clears throat> I guess that makes sense. Uh, I'm John. I am the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in the lovely state of Idaho. I'm here looking at a map of it straight in front of me. Um, oh, it's a beautiful. What's it shaped place. like? What What is Idaho shaped like? It's shaped like a like a this. <laughs> they can't see you. It's a podcast. But they know. No, this this is right. They know. Okay. Oh, yeah. They'll say, oh, yeah, this. And then they'll all do the same hand gesture. Um, If I could be any Christmas object, I would be, oh, my gosh. This year, I would be a Christmas tree. Uh, One, because, well, we haven't gotten ours yet, but I'm super excited for decorating this year, and I can't wait to get the Christmas tree. But with my job right now, I work with a lot of freaking Christmas trees. Oh, it's so true. Like, I have shoved Christmas trees into cars, put them on top of vehicles, strapped them down oh. for so many countless people. And I just get excited that all these people are going to go home and decorate this tree in their house. I did I not even it. think, I didn't even think about that. You probably sell real trees at your place. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, that does not happen down here in Texas. <laughs> are you guys real tree or fake tree people? Ooh. Like, what is your go to? Oh man, I'm. I I actually really like real trees, um, but we have a fake one because and it's but it's a really it's a freaking expensive fake one. It's like very nice, <laughs> um, but the uh, well because we were moving a lot with camp and stuff and <laughs> yeah. were, like getting it was just and we lived in small houses like getting a real tree just wasn't mm-hmm. really feasible. Um, Next house, we're probably we'll probably start getting a real tree with along with our fake tree. Okay, <laughs> oh, nice. No, I'm definitely a real tree person. I like to have the smell. Um, the smells the best. I also like the life cycle of the Christmas tree. Like What's it that? comes in so fresh and so smelling great, and then by the end, it's just like super dry and dead. But then I toss it out into the garden, or I go and I set it on fire. It's like the yeah, life cycle of the. <laughs> yeah. A tree. I don't know. From yeah, burning burning the Christmas tree is always. Oh fun. yeah, but it goes up this, quick. <laughs> this last week alone, I have bucked over three hundred trees. Like <laughs> a 
all ranging from five feet to eight feet tall and man like a thousand pounds each i feel like they, they just get heavier <laughs> those pine needles yeah. man but that's what i uh, have uh, christmas tree that's really good that's really good nice. good answer um my name's aaron colwick i am the former program director for briarwood and camp stony um i got a weird answer uh i know that's unusual Classic. for me i know um i would be it's it's called a christmas pyramid okay um they're they're like i don't know how to describe them but like you put candles on them and those little fan things on top and the heat will make this like pyramid oh, thing yeah. spin yeah it's very like we have one that we got from rothenburg germany yeah they're super um, german from when we went dude it's so german yeah. <laughs> um and it it it's my favorite decoration to put up every year. It's very sentimental to me because it reminds me of like our family and stuff like yeah. that. And it's just really cool. Um, and I, yeah, that's what I, that's probably, I love it because, you know, German heritage and classic and weird, but very like conversational enticing. Oh yeah. You know, it's I've good. I've got one of those for sure. You oh, do? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Jeff, get on. Get on I'm the like, German pyramid game. I've never even heard of that, so I'll have to. Uh, oh man, do I'll some send research. you. A, I'll send you a Snapchat after the after we're done recording, and I'll I'll show you what it looks like. Physics, okay, bro. cool, cool. <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, I'm Jeff. Um, Jeff. If I could be anything from from Christmas, I would be yeah. Christmas lights. Ooh. Because I love oh. Christmas lights. Be uh, specific. What people. kind? Um. I really like Rain the like lights. icicle dripping ones because I think they're super cool. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I also just like the, like the rainbow colored lights that you normally get. Um, mm-hmm. But in college, like I would always have them up in my dorm room year round because I just love Christmas lights all the time. <laughs> oh, you, I, if you I could, they would be up year round. Wife is not in favor of that, so they're only up at Christmas time. So you you and my wife would get along great. I've also sold a <laughs> ton of Christmas lights, so as you should, they're fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what else you got, Jeff? Yeah, I. Yes. So uh, I forgot to say my camp, where I'm from. So I'm the former program director of Sugar Creek, and I'm also the former program director of Lutherdale. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Um, this is news to me. So we wanted to mention that here. Uh, I'll just kind of lay it out there for everybody. So. Uh, camps have been hit hard with COVID-19. It's been a struggle for a lot of camps, uh, which we understand. It's hard to do programs when people are afraid to gather. Um, we ran summer camp at Lutherdale this summer. And then in September, um, with such a small fall season and no groups on site, um, a lot of our staff was uh, furloughed. So we were essentially laid off from work. Um, so yeah, since September, uh, it's been a weird transition time where I haven't been working. And then um, I made the decision recently to leave camp officially and pursue a new career path, which is terrifying, but exciting as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I cherish my time at camp and all the good. friendships made, like these hooligans right here. If I didn't work at camp, <laughs> I never would have met you guys. <laughs> um, but I'm also excited to kind of see what happens next. So yeah. Well, thank you, Jeff, for all of your, um, I mean, just years of tireless work with not only Lutherdale and Sugar Creek, but 
with Lutheran Outdoor Ministries and just, uh, you know, camp in general. You've always been an advocate for it for as long as I've known you, which has been, I think, 40, 50 years. Yeah, and, something like that, at least. <laughs> yeah, at least. Um, but genuinely, man, it, that's a, it's a big loss for the outdoor ministry and camp, you know, community. So cheers to you and your, you know, adventures going forward. Um, and it's official. We are all former program directors on this My podcast goodness. now. It's weird to say. We talked a few times about how <clears throat> there's only one of us left and like yeah. reminiscing like, oh, we're still, we've got oh. a foot in there. Like we're still part of it, but now we're not. Now we're just those what? weird guys that don't work at camp anymore. I know. Now no one's going to listen. <laughs> you are our last, you are our last like person um, uh, to like get all the people to listen to us. You know, you were the only reason. Don Johnson will never be on here again. No, Don. <laughs> Looks like we need to get a fourth host that works at a camp so we can like. So you heard it first here. <laughs> Sorry, look. So if you are... Uh, we are on the lookout for a fourth host. <laughs> Post. If you currently work at camp and want to sit here and BS with us, uh, perfect. You're hired. You're the one we want. No, that's. Oh yeah, that's true. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. It's gonna be like a rotating guest oh. spot. I, like just like Pretty much. like like when you get like a new game show host and like you have kind of like tryouts. Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna have to do. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us, Jeff. Um, Definitely a huge mm. part of my experience through outdoor ministry. Um, I thank you for all your time. But that's not the last thing we're going to hear from you. It's not. It's not. I heard you've got a hack for us. What? <coughs> I do. And I actually teased this, I think, one of our recent, last Ooh. our last episode. I teased this hack and I wrote I it down so I wouldn't that. forget it. I don't listen um, to these because things. I wanted to save it for a future week. Because when I need a hack, I oh, I do um, remember you saying that. Yeah, you didn't want to waste it. Yeah. So um, sometimes, like when you have a group of kids, they're just really rowdy and they're not focusing, and you're just kind of like sitting waiting. Like that happens at camp a lot. There's just that like fill time, and they're all the camp songs you can do in the circle games and whatnot. But by like Thursday, kids are just bored oh, yeah. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just do not want to do it. So uh, this is a game I've played a lot with kids and it normally works better for the younger ones, but they absolutely love it. So what I'll do is I'll find um, a rock like about a quarter size. I'll pull a Sharpie that I always have and I'll draw a little smiley face on it and then I'll throw it into another like area of rocks and I tell the kids, find the rock. (laughs) What is wrong with you? So naturally, like the first time, they always find that rock because you make it a little bigger and you're like, okay, let's make it a little harder. So you grab a little smaller rock, you draw a little small smiley face and you throw it in there again. And depending on how good they are, they'll find that. But I just keep getting smaller and smaller until it's like a tiny little like pebble that you can barely see and just do a little three dots on there. And you can buy so much time with this game. I tell you. So let me get this straight. Uh, a while ago, <clears throat> you told us a great hack was playing fetch with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your hack this I... week is, here's how you play harder fetch. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but they're all searching. Like, it, it's a good way for the cabin to, like, get involved as well. Because they're all, like, working together and be like, okay, you search this area, I'll search this area. Like, That's it's actually good. something you can really see bonding with the kids while doing it. Um, I have a like, question. I have, yeah. I have a question. How do you sell this yeah. 
to kids that seem unenthusiastic like, about yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, if they're really unenthusiastic, I tell them, if you find the rock, I'll buy what? you food from canteen. What? You bribe yeah. them. You oh, bribe yeah. them. I told you. I will always bribe a kid. I talked about last week. Bribery is great. Like a tradition. Uh, I don't work at camp anymore, so I can say that. I love this. <laughs> but oh, I, I used it for, you. like, if there are campers that you know need camp, but, like, are really feeling yeah. out of it, and the canteen is the one thing they like, then, yeah, I'm going to, like, no, you're throw good. it in there. I don't care. I'll buy a 75-cent camp Dang, bar. Cheap. It doesn't matter to me. 75 mm, cents? Yeah. <laughs> we have... We, we have five dollar fun size Snickers. What is it? How, how large kidding. is a fun no, size Snickers? <laughs> that's not the little mini ones you get at Halloween. That's not at all what I was thinking. I was thinking like it has a letter on it. Yeah, like the big that's old a king size. The, longer, not fun the size? king size. Huh. King. Yeah, I don't know. What's, <laughs> What's yeah, fun about that? <laughs> give somebody a concussion, knocking them over the head with it. It is not fun size. <laughs> That's why Toblerone makes this so much fun. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so um, that's my hack: is play fetch, but with little rocks. So carry a sharpie and then play with rocks. <laughs> why do you have a sharpie? Drawing rocks. <laughs> You're a camp counselor. You're telling me when you were a camp counselor, you didn't have Sharpies? (laughs) No, I definitely did not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or the people of cancer in your village did. So many people know this about me. I do not like it when people draw on rocks. I do not like painting of rocks. I do not like putting... You are lying to me. You are lying. Leave the rocks alone. (laughs) What did they... Wow. Okay. Are you serious? Are you serious? (laughs) Okay. So you don't like my camp hack? John, this is one of those times I can't tell if you're just messing with us or if you're serious. Um, I think he's serious. I'll make it a short mini story, but I was a counselor. Mm -hmm. And... Bonus story of the week. I don't know if it was for a Bible study or what it was, but it was an activity where everybody would find a rock that had to do with something. And they would paint it. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, you should take your rock home with you, which I'm absolutely fine with. If you're going to paint a rock and color it up, please take it home and don't leave it at camp. Um, but 90% of the kids are not taking these rocks home. And so at the end of the week, we have just dozens and dozens of painted rocks all over camp, which sure, there's some sentiment behind it but i gotta say it kind of looks trashy when you just leave painted rocks everywhere (laughs) okay so that's different than like doing a tiny little rock that you're literally never gonna see it's a gateway drug bud (laughs) gateway arts and crafts that's what that is (laughs) right (laughs) it starts with a smiley face and ends with a this is my pet rock I can't. I have never in my life met someone who hates pet rocks. Yeah, Ever. John. <laughs> you mentioned I'm allowed Aaron. to hate like one John, thing. John, Aaron, Aaron, John. <laughs> okay, yes. you also hate cake. So, well, I don't hate cake. I think it tastes disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh gosh. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for bring us back. Thanks John. for that hack. Um, sorry, I, I had to I had to tell that story. Oh, I don't like painted <laughs> black. So uh, but for an even better story, guess what's next? So this is a story about how I got my pet rock. Um. <laughs> and that's the end of our podcast. Forever. We definitely need a new house now. All right. Um, um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, I got a short and sweet one, but it's a classic camp conundrum. I figured we'd go back to basics this week. Um, so feel free to have some fun with this, y'all. Uh, back in uh, tw- uh, back at Briarwood, towards the uh, end of my tenure there, uh, we bit the bullet and we uh, installed a ropes tower. It was one of those... Uh, three-sided ones so you had like mm-hmm. the side that has like the cargo net and the tire and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and then um uh the other side had the uh, uh has a bunch of different names uh it was the devil's duo or the jacob's ladder or, you know that yep. kind of thing yep. and then we had the rock wall um and then at the top we had the zip line the mm-hmm. 400 foot zip line that went right over our pond and down it was super cool um it was a big thing we promoted it we had this big like 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 ribbon cutting ceremony for it. Um, there was this huge deal because Briarwood had never had any sort of high ropes elements ever. Yeah. So it was a big deal. So we get there and it, we were rolling it out for our first summer. And of course, like all the kids want to try this and there's some that are super amped up, some that are pretty nervous and all things like that. Um, so things are going well. We got training underway. You get, you go through all that and we've got a bunch of good staff and, um, Everything's going pretty smooth. We have, towards the end of the summer, a girl who is um, like upper elementary age, fourth, fifth, sixth grader. Uh, We'll call her Logan. And Logan is having a little bit of a hard time on the rock wall. And so being up there at the top and her uh, belayer down at the bottom, we're kind of, you know, helping her a little bit. Like, why don't you try grabbing that one? And then all of a sudden she reaches for it and the belayer's kind of like, and like all of a sudden she can fly. And um, that's (laughs) how that works. And so she gets to the top so that we can like, you know, give her that sense of accomplishment. And she gets up there and I go through all the checks and I, you know, strap her in so that she's uh, firmly attached to the cables and all that stuff. And then, other person that's up there is like, okay, you know, go down the zip line. She's like, wee, goes down the zip line. And Logan here is like, I'm not doing that. I don't want to die. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? It's time to go, Logan. And she starts freaking oh, no. out about, and she's like, I'm never coming down. I'm going to die. You just want to <laughs> hurt me. Like, just a complete meltdown. Um, so, you know, I... I sit there and I'm like, okay, let's just calm down, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's like, no, I'm not moving. So I was like, okay, you know what? How about you just take a minute to co- collect yourself? And she sits <laughs> in the corner, or really stands. You can't really sit while you're being okay. like attached to the high cable. It's uncomfortable. And I, everyone else comes up, and her entire village goes through. And I'm like, okay, Logan, you're the last one. It's time. You ready? She's like, no. No, I'm not. I live here now, essentially, is what she was telling me. She's like, I'm just going to stay here. You can't make me do anything. <laughs> That's where I'm stopping. <laughs> so, so to recap, you're at the top of this tower. Logan, the uh, uncooperative camper, is not relinquishing her position that she will not leave or vacate the top of this tower. Uh, oh what goodness. do you do? Um, 
Go for it, John. Does she? Does this person have a really good friend who has done it already? Um, she came to camp not really knowing anybody. Um, she's made friends. This okay. is like on Thursday of the week. <clears throat> um, so she's made some friends. Okay, and they're all at the bottom. Uh, I'll just go and say they're at the bottom, and they're already like shouting encouragement and stuff of like, "You can do right. this, Logan. We believe in you." But she's not having it. She is like they're they don't understand. I'm gonna die. <laughs> okay. So the next morning, when you go back out there, and she's still there. <laughs> you know, you, you've given her you've given her a blanket. You've given her, you know, I would say some not cooked dry oatmeal oh. in a package. <laughs> and like, if you want this, you will come down. Um, so yeah, the next morning you go and you say, all right, you have 10 seconds to either go or I'm pushing you. Then you count down from 10. <laughs> like see pushing what happens her, first. Pu- pushing her where? Off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She's still right. attached, right? Yeah, like she's on, she's on a static line on the top. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then you just push her. That gets her over that fear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And then you just slowly lower her down. Well, she's not attached to like the belay line anymore. She's like, there's no way oh. to lower her. <laughs> oh. Well, I say still do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure that she has enough food for the night. But she right. still has to work for it a little bit, like heat her own water or something. You give her like a jet boil or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. All right. I wow. like it. I like it, John. That you're, I'll let you know if you got it right or not, Jeff. I most likely got um, it right. Yeah. I, I guess I'll kind of go with an actual answer. Um, I mean, obviously John was actually, that was real. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but we, I mean, we have a ropes course as well. We have a tower and a zipline. So I, I've experienced this. I know, I feel like I've had similar situations. So, um, what I would do if I was up on top, I would kind of talk to her about like, what are your fears? Like, okay, you're afraid of dying, but is it the falling, the heights? Like, let's dive into this a little bit. Cause you can't just say I'm afraid of dying because let's dive into these fears. Um, and then I would basically just be like, okay, well, if you want to stay up here, that's okay. But I have to stay up here with you. Your village is going to have to stay at the bottom of the tower. They can't leave until you come down. The next group that comes, they can't climb until you come down. Like everything in camp is going to stop <laughs> because you're up here. Okay. I was like, if that's what you want, then fine. Like nothing else is going to happen today. We're just going to stay here and I'm going to stay here with you. But just like make it more than just like. Your decision doesn't just affect you. It affects everybody at Ooh. camp now because like mm-hmm. dinner won't happen because we're all up here still. We're out mm-hmm. here. We can't go to dinner. They can't make dinner until we're there. Just like almost guilt them into like, mm-hmm. okay, it's not, I can't be selfish. Um, we also, so if that happens, like we would select, we've sent the belay line back up and hooked mm-hmm. them back in and sent them down so they could like rappel down the wall or climb mm-hmm. down it. So yeah. I'd offer that as well. Be like, if you want to climb down the wall, like we'll do that. I can lower you down from here. Like you don't have to zip line. We'll get you down the other ways. Um, but yeah, I think the big thing is making it more than just about Logan. Like everyone is being affected by your decision to be 
pretty scaredy cat. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. that's good. That's good. <clears throat> All right. So here's what happened. So the next morning, we. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, John, you got it. I knew it. Um, Dang it. So <sighs> Jeff, uh, to your credit, I tried that. Uh, we actually have next to the rock wall. There's like a hidden ladder um, that yeah. you can just like open up the cabinet. And there's the ladder, so that that's how you get up to. Um, you know, if you want to like, like set everything up, right? Set up the blue yeah. line, so that we we offer it for campers who are like maybe not capable of doing the rock wall, or they want to go down the zip line, but they really don't want to do the rock wall kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So I offered that. I was like, hey, we can. I'll set you up and climb down the ladder. She's like, I'm not going down. That's crazy. <laughs> and so uh, I tried the like, okay, well, your village is down there. Dinner is going to be in 10 minutes. You know, they can't go to dinner. And she's like, fine, they can watch me. <laughs> she was 100% okay with just hanging out in this tower. Uh, um, I also have to say it was 104 degrees this day. Oh, my gosh. I had run out of my water. My like two gallon jug I kept at the top because I've been up there for two hours already. Um it was empty. And so I'm Aaron's getting a little cranky. <laughs> so uh, one counselor, uh, he's like, should we take our kids? I'm like, you know what? Y'all go in. Maybe the pressure of the kids being gone and like she's going to get bored. Mm. She won't have the attention. Yeah. Maybe it's an attention thing. Then they'll go. So I send the village to dinner. And I can like they're all starting to eat dinner. Dinner's at six. Six has come and gone. Um, her counselor, though, is there. So that's not a one on one situation. Yeah. And I'm like. Hey, and she is my international counselor from Poland. Very sweet uh, young woman named Marta. And Marta was awesome. And I said, Marta, do you want to come up here and maybe talk to your camper? She's like, yeah, yeah. So she harnesses up and starts climbing and gets everything ready. And she climbs up the... And she get we get another support staff to basically just be down just in case belaying and... She climbs up the ladder and starts talking with her. And she's like, hey, what, so what's going on? And 15 more minutes pass of this very ops, like just very stubborn yeah. camper. So eventually I was like, okay, Logan. In the next five minutes, one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to get off the tower from either climbing down the ladder or going off the zip line. Or I'm going to have to call 911. And the fire department's going to have to come out here. And they will make you come down. She's like, they can't make me. I'm like, I can. They're fire. That's like, they're firemen. They have the <sighs> capability to do it. She's like, well, I don't want that. And I was like, I guess you got to get <laughs> off the tower then. <laughs> so she's like, I was like, do you want to climb down the ladder? Or do you want to do the zip line? The zip line's way easier. Like you just, it's just a ride. It really is. She's, she's like, fine. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. So I hook her in the zip line while showing her that she's still on the static line. Because she is very, like, she's been crying. She's not just mad. Oh. Like, she's been crying and stuff. Sad. And so she, um, yeah, how do you feel now, John? So <laughs> she, <laughs> um, so she's on this little box thing so that we can, like, bring down the zipline to her. And I'm like, okay, I'm taking off the static line. She's like, wait, wait, wait. And I'm like, it's off. I'm holding you. She's like, you took it off. And I'm like, and here we go. And I shoved her off. <laughs> I did not count. I did not do anything. I was thirsty and cranky and i was like i was so sunburned at that point like it was you didn't check to see if your zipline was clear oh it was i did that before i uh took her off the static line man to reaffirm her like hey look they're down there waiting for you look we're up here everything's good okay i'm taking this off 
And normally it's like I let them jump or say like all that kind of jazz. And then I just took it off. I was like, okay, here you go, Logan. And I literally kind of like picked her up and like threw her off the tower. I feel like <laughs> a an attractive fire person would have made me want to stay up there. <laughs> like just knowing that a, a potentially attractive fire person was coming my way. I probably been like, all right. Oh man, it's terrible. <laughs> so, anyways, what what kill what kills me is that she does the zip line. Okay, they bring the ladder over, they get her down off, and then it is like nothing has happened. She's like, "So dinner?" Oh my! Gosh. And like starts like walking towards the mess hall, and I'm like, "Well, it's not very difficult to have like least favorite camper of the week, but I I, I found mine." <laughs> oh. Oh, it was terrible. Um, but I will say, Friday closing ceremony, she came up and hugged me and said, "Thanks for getting me off the tower. I had a lot of fun this week." And then like ran off. <laughs> I was like, "Hey." Oh, well, like and like part of me is kind of like mad at her for like, "How dare you redeem yourself?" Like, uh. like you just wanted to be like, angry at her all week. I did. I did. She like at the sunburn guys. It was terrible. Uh. I had. I think I just got rid of the tank top tan line that i had from that summer like i think it just faded away uh, it's it awful oh that's a really tough situation so we've, we've never had a rock it wall is. at camp we've never had a zip line um at luther heights and i guess like i've been on them and i've been fine with them but i don't know what would drive me to like get up there and then decide i'm not coming down this like how that the your brain is amazing first of all yeah. that it can say yeah i'm gonna go up there but then in two seconds say yeah i'm not coming down from here and be so just <laughs> set on that that you were fine with everybody leaving and going to dinner while you just sat there <laughs> you know fear fear is a really strong and potent yeah, uh, effect, you know and like logic and reason if you if y'all want katrina will gladly come on here and tell you all the nerdy brain things um but like it, it is just you you start to lose logic right, right? There, it, what she was saying and what she was doing was not Ugh. logical like obviously you can't live up here but <laughs> yeah. her brain's telling her like here is safe uh -huh. here uh -huh. is yeah. good you know so yeah it was nuts it was it was crazy but i'm sure many of you who are listening who are in the uh, camp industry and have some sort of high ropes element. Not only are you trained for this, but it has happened. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. So I'm sure all of you handled it in your own ways. Maybe you threw a child off a tower. Um, who knows? <laughs> as long as they're clipped in, that's fine. That's fine. Let the, trust the equipment, y'all. Yeah. Say for a reason. Right? Wow. All right, that's amazing. Okay, I thought we left John you. speechless. I was like, wow. I know, right? We He's did it. No, I'm just <laughs> like I, I can't imagine the things that half of these kids go through at camp when you hear them talk about tough things. But then to like seriously get to the top of the world, I don't like heights, but I I do them, and Same. just be terrified and have your brain talk you out of coming down mm. is just wild to me, and. The fact that when that kid got down, they were completely fine. Yeah. Like, nothing happened. Like, that shows the resiliency of kids, too. Like, mm. when we put them through um, 
or not put them through, but when they come to camp and they're, they're going outside of their box and stretching and, you know, parents are scared of dropping off their kids for the first time. Um, kids are so resilient. They might be scared for the first few hours, the first day or two, but after that, they just bounce back and they're, it's just another part of what builds them into great people later on. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Aaron, for that wonderful story. And thank you, Jeff, for the hack. Um, this has been that one. No. Nope. Yeah, this. No. This. In the, in the past tense, it would be that one time at summer camp. <laughs> That was that one time at summer camp. But this <laughs> that was this one. That, that, this, that, this one time at summer camp podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, we've had a few more people talk to us on our voicemail. We'll Ooh. visit that in later podcasts. But uh, get a hold of us at what's our number? Our number is two six two eight eight five fifteen fifty one. Nice. Thank you. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. You can also. Reach us through Facebook, or you can reach us uh, an email at this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, hey, we love you all. I uh, hope you're having great holidays, and uh, we'll see ya. Bye. Peace out. If you got one camper with a bloody nose, one with smelly armpits and no clean clothes Then grab your Nalgene of water and your Bible quotes And listen to one time summer camp